What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. What's up, you guys? Welcome back. This is Danny, and I'm so excited to have my guest on with me today, you guys. We are going to talk it up, and I can't wait to share all of our wisdom. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to remind you to check out my last episode about having a healthy relationship with healthy living. And so coming from a background of nutrition and fitness and CrossFit, I just really felt like it was on my heart to share just about how we have this healthy balance, that there's things in our lives that can be good and can be healthy, but we can totally abuse um, and not even be aware of it. And so really my perspective on that and how we can even glorify God through those things. So go ahead and check out that episode. And if that um, just uh, resonates with you, go ahead and share it. I'm super excited about that one. And it's just really, really heavy on my heart. And um, I just know God's going to do some work in each of us through hopefully that episode and my words and my experience and my thoughts and all the things. So you guys, my guest today is my friend Lana and super crazy how we met. It was like a few months ago. I feel like it's been like forever now, but so random. Actually, kind of how I'm going to talk about meeting her is kind of what we're going to go into. But we met at a nail salon (laughs) and I literally remember this girl walked in and I was like, this girl is so beautiful. What the heck? She sat down in front of me and we just like ended up chit-chatting. And I, it was so crazy because like, this is just like so silly, but like, it's not, it's very significant. My nail appointment was like 30 minutes late. And so we basically never should have crossed paths. And it's just such a divine, like appointment by God. And, um, I really just felt super drawn to her and I went to go pay for my nails. And I was, I felt like God was like, go talk to her, like go make friends with her. And I'm like, Oh, this is so out of my comfort zone, which like you guys, a lot of people don't understand or like believe that I'm introverted, but like I totally am with like new people. Like I'm super, super shy. Like that's just like, that's totally me. So it's interesting that people don't get that, but that is how I am. And so I was like, you know, I just feel drawn to her and I feel like I just want to be her friend. And so ended up sitting down, like sharing the whole rest of her appointment with her. And you guys, it's so nuts how much we have in common. Like our boyfriends have the same name. Like I found out she has a podcast. Like we're both believers. We both do hair. It was just like one thing after another. We're like, okay, God, like what? We just became like soulmates and best friends. And it was just so cool. Like I've never connected with somebody so quickly. And when I heard, I found out she had a podcast, I was checking her Instagram and I was like, no way, dude. So I listened to the first episode and I was just so moved. And I'm like, this girl has so much wisdom. And I'm like, we are literally the same. Like if you guys haven't listened to her podcast yet, I've been hyping her up on my Instagram and stuff. She's incredible. I was like, she's five years younger than me. And I forget that all the time, but I'm like, she has so much more wisdom than I did at 25. And so I'm so, so pumped to share her with you guys. Um, her podcast is called Help Your Happy And so I'm going to let her share a little bit about that. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to discuss today about our comfort zones. And that was something that really stuck out to me at first was like one of the first episodes I listened to was she's like, we are not meant for our comfort zones. And I'm like, girl, we are on the same page. (laughs) And so really just like the common hesitations that most of us have when we're doing something new, taking that leap of faith, really dealing with failure, right? And finding out what our calling is. So Lana... You want to tell us where did the the idea and like the name come from? Help your happy, uh, your podcast, and just a little bit about you. Okay, so I also hi guys. By the way, <laughs> um, I also wanted to add to the whole like as soon as I moved here 
to California, that's when I met Danny at the nail salon. And I was so unsure of my move. And I was in just this mega rut, like just sleeping on real hours of the day. And just because I felt like I, I wasn't sure about my move here and I was just so uncomfortable and I didn't have friends here yet. And of course, if you've lived anywhere new, you guys understand it takes like six months to maybe a year until you absolutely love where you're living. And I knew that. And I have lived other places too. And that's that's just how it is. And there's no way around it because it's a new environment. It's it's supposed to make you uncomfortable, especially if it's something that you are a place that you're meant to be. You're supposed to be a little bit uncomfortable with it because that means that you're you're growing and you're taking the opportunity in front of you. But I was praying that day, and I think I told Danny this, but I prayed that day for Jesus himself to come down and give me a sign that California was where I was supposed to be and that I was not supposed to just pack my bags a week after getting here and go back to where I was comfortable, which is the Midwest. And so that day I was like, okay, I need to do something for myself. I need to like do a little spa day, like get out of the apartment, get myself up out of the bed and like get a little sunshine in my life. So that day is when I found the nail salon that Danny was at and I noticed her as soon as I walked in and I was like, this... The same, the same reaction that Danny had meeting me. I was like, this girl is so stunning. And I don't know. I just, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I was able to talk to her because she was so beautiful. No, seriously, because you were so stunning. And I was like, this girl is beautiful, but I feel like it's so weird. Like, I don't know, like you said, talking, talking to someone that you don't know. But then I was like, okay, maybe this is my sign. Like (laughs) this girl looks like she could be my friend. And So I just took that as a sign that I'm like meant to be here. Yeah, everything just happens so smoothly. And that's how you know that you're, you are where you're supposed to be when things happen so peacefully and you feel, you don't feel stressed out, you know? So let's jump into where my name came for help your happy. So it is exactly what it sounds like, help your happy. And so I went through a lot of like not so great times as I'm sure a lot of people can relate. And I felt like I didn't have anybody that could relate to me. And I was always on the internet looking for something positive, looking for someone that has gone through the same things that I have, whether it was on YouTube or like Googling things that I was feeling and like just thoughts that consumed my head. And I was like, wow, like in that time I had what I felt like nobody I felt like I had, even though I had family, of course, everyone's got that one person that sticks with them, you know, even if it's their mom, which in my case it was, but they, you know, they promise like, I've got you, like, I've got you. I promise you're going to make it through this, but you still feel like you have absolutely nobody. And then you find that your faith is slipping and you're just, you're just spiraling backwards. And so I knew that I wanted to be that light for somebody else when I didn't feel like I had that in that time of desperation for myself. So yeah, I wanted to name it Help Your Happy. And oddly enough, like I went through probably a hundred different names and like I almost went with a different name, but it just didn't sit right with me. And then I prayed about it and, you know, it's a process. Like podcasting is not like, it's not an overnight thing. And it takes a lot of like prayer and like guidance and learning and 
I mean, if you ask me like what, six months ago, if I could sit in front of a microphone and talk and share my heart and share my truth and like be just completely open and honest with people that like how they're feeling is completely normal. And if they're going through the same things that, you know, I had in the past where like you go through like a negative relationship or even just like you just have a negative relationship with yourself. I want, I want everyone to know that that's completely normal. And there are those times in life that that's going to happen and it's highs and lows and that's just life. But I wanted to be here and be an outlet for people that, you know, maybe don't feel like they have that somebody that they can just, I don't know, listen or relate. Yeah, I can like completely agree with so much of that. Like, and I think what we do and doing the podcast and speaking up and really just going first, like that's kind of what I want to get into is we were both like, hey, we've never done these things before. Like the seasons of our lives when we were like so fed up with our situations and how we were feeling about ourselves and like our outsiders. And we're like, I just like, I have to make a change because what I'm doing isn't working. And I'm just, that's what it comes to. I'm like, I it's not natural for me to like have the confidence and the courage to do the things like I did getting here. And it was just like, I was just so fed up with my situation, how I was feeling. And so I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go first. Like, I don't know anybody who's like started this business. I don't really know anybody who like has a podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and do those things. And I love it because something that I feel like this keeps me accountable. It keeps me accountable to like be, to be better. Like when you put yourself in a position to be a leader and to be a voice for other people and you're like, Hey, I'm just going to go first. And like, it's okay that I don't even know necessarily what I'm doing. Like she said, like, this is such a gradual thing, like over the last year, um, I'm going to talk about later, but my, my one year is coming up after this episode, you guys. And that's so wild to me thinking that like a year has already passed, like what God's done, like just in the progression of just speaking and putting yourself out there. And like, we were just talking about just like the way that I record, she's like, that's so like terrifying. I'm like, I know, but like, we just have to do it, you know? And, and I love it. And it's so just amazing what comes from it. And, and even something we were talking about the other day about business and stuff. And I was like, dude, this is so much more than just us. Like, and it goes beyond even like our initial vision, like the amount of people that we can reach by just stepping out and doing those things that we think that we're we have a desire to do and even if you have a a feeling to do something it's like that's not on accident you know so I really want to talk about I guess starting there like doing it alone and starting off and being willing to go first even though it's something that you've never done and just like like I said like having like that little bit of faith that's just enough to point you in that direction so what was that like for you whatever season of your life that you want to relate to Um, like starting and going on your own? So I feel like my main perspective when I was jumping into it was terrifying. I was scared. I had no idea what to expect. I had no idea what this path was going to lead me to. And I felt like I had made so many wrong choices already. And I was so terrified to make a decision that could possibly impact me in a negative way again And I felt like I didn't have anyone else to turn to with that question because it was my life that was going to be affected and impacted. And so I felt like kind of what you've said in previous episodes is that you kind of just have to brace for impact and you just have to take the leap. It's And I've told you this before, it's like jumping off a diving board for the first time. And it's like, you can't really inch your way in off of a diving board. You have, you're either on or you're off. And so it's the same thing. Like, with anything that you're starting. And it doesn't even have to be a podcast. Like that's just what I can relate to and what you can relate to because that was scary to start. And we knew that we were like opening up a piece of us that has never like seen the light of day. And yeah, it's, it's terrifying putting yourself out there, but, but you have to trust 
that if you feel that you have this like, I don't know, little like pinch inside of you, that's what I would describe it as. It's just like a little pinch. You cannot, you cannot deny that that is, that is going to lead you to something great. And you can sit on it and you can, you know, try and ignore it and you can, you know, fill your time and fill your mind with other things that try to get your mind off of what you truly know that you're meant to be doing. But at the end of the day, it's those things that you're thinking about when you're laying in bed right before you go to sleep. It's those things that you're thinking about like when you're getting ready, when you're in a hurry, like, oh, I wish that I was doing this instead. Mm-hmm. It's it's those things that just kind of live in the back of your head and make your everyday life feel a little bit unfulfilled. And as soon as you start doing that thing and even just making steps, like just take baby steps towards towards that thing that you're looking at doing, and you're going to find that those thoughts start going away and what replaces those those thoughts that you once had and those like doubts of starting that new thing are like, okay, how can I be better at this? Okay, what step can I take next towards being better at this? And yeah, that's what I got. I love that. That reminded me of, I just listened to this video of like Ed Milet this morning. I love Ed. He's my guy. And he was talking about how like we always talk about like our former self and like that, that past version of us. And he's like, we need to be like future focused. Like we need to be describing like, who am I going to be, you know? And so, I mean, that kind of feels like trickery in your mind, but you guys, like I was talking to a, a team member the other day. I'm like, you have to start like transitioning the way that you think about yourself because we're so accustomed to like these lies that we've been told about who we think we're not. Like, who do you think you are? Like, you're not good enough. Like, you can't start that business. Like, you who, you know, you can't speak well. Whatever those things are, like start telling yourself like, hey, I'm going to be someone who goes first. Like, and I told myself, you guys, when I started my business, I was like, I don't know anybody who knows who does this business and where I lived. And I was like, I will build it. So when people hear the name of this business, they're going to think of my name, like, and have confidence, like start rewriting that story for yourself about where you're going and who you want to be. Because like we just said, it's not by accident that you feel that way. And so with anything that anybody does, I've talked about before, like anything that somebody has mastered, like everybody started somewhere. You know, and like most of the time, like there's so much. I mean, I feel like I drown in self-pity a lot because there's moments where I'm like, oh, I'm doing this alone. But then I feel like God's like, Danielle, when you were alone, like you were the strongest. Like I molded you. Like I refined you. Like you heard my voice so clearly when you were alone. So like that's not a bad thing. And so I really want to embrace that because I'm like I'm saying, you guys, I'm always trying to relate to you like this is something that I struggle with too. It's like feeling like I'm doing it on my own, but I'm, I feel like God's like, Hey, like being alone, there's something strong to it. And that's something that I always remember too, is I'm like, I'm kept accountable. And like, if I'll go first, like I'm going to show somebody else that they can go first. When I win, when I'm better myself, when I'm being the best version of myself, like I'm just painting a vision for somebody else, whether I know it or not, that they can do it too. And so just be reminded of that. But so Lana, your, your very first episode, you talked about like letting things, letting good things happen to you. And I think that something I hear so often about people like starting their business or trying to do something new um, or something that they want for themselves, like we struggle with feeling unworthy. And so where was your idea with that initial podcast? Like, why was that like, you're like, this has to be my first episode. This is what came to my mind. So again, prayer, <laughs> like I refuse to just say that that idea just came to me in the middle of the night and, oh, this is just a dream that I had. Like, no, that was prayer and a lot more prayer. But I think at the end of the day, a lot of people have, like Danny said, is just like self-doubt and they feel like 
their future is like impacted based on the decisions that they made in the, that they've made in the past and that it has to be negatively affected because, oh, I don't deserve to live a happy life or, oh, I don't deserve to be happy and have a life that fulfills me and fills me up and be around people that, you know, love me truly for who I am and not for what I've done. So yeah, the first podcast episode was called, um, let that good thing happen. You deserve it. And I, I just, I truly want everyone to feel that they are worthy of a happy and fulfilling life, regardless what decisions that they've made leading up to this very point. Jesus has already forgiven you. Like that is why he died on the cross. Like your sins and and every sin that you're going to make throughout this lifetime, he has already forgiven. He does not blame you. He does not live in your head in a negative space. And like I like to say that positive thoughts live rent-free in your head. They really do. And the second that you feel like you are just overwhelmed and like with with negative energy in your life, that is Satan. And he knows that something good that Jesus has lined up for you is right around the corner. And he's like, I'm going to try and break her or break him before that good thing comes. And just so that you can question yourself when Jesus has that right in front of you, even though God knows that that is where you are meant to go. But Satan's going to make you question it. So you have to remind yourself that when you feel like, oh my gosh, like, wait a second, me? Little old me? Like, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I, I'm not capable of this. I can, couldn't possibly accept that promotion that my, my manager sees that I'm fit for. I couldn't possibly go back to school because I'm already 30 years old and I'm going to, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not capable. I'm too old. No, you are not. That is Satan living in your head. You feel that way because he's trying to break you. Satan attacks Jesus's strongest Christians. Let's go. Do you guys see why I like, should we have our own podcast together? Like, this is so good. Um, I love that on so many levels. And like, literally I talk about, you know, how if the enemy can't steal your, your calling, he'll steal your confidence. And I tell you guys that all the time. I'm like, it's no coincidence that the thing that you have a love for or desire for or a big dream for that the enemy wants to make you feel so incompetent about. Like, why is he so intimidated? Like you are the threat. Remember you are the threat. And I read something in the, in the Bible the other day, I think it was in Psalms or Proverbs but maybe it was something else, but it was in my Bible study yesterday morning. And, um, it just said like asking God for a receptive heart, a receptive heart. Like, because I'm like, okay, God, like I, I want your wisdom. Like I want to have discernment. I want to have understanding. Um, and sometimes I think like, I even feel like I'm worthy of it. I'm like, I'm like, God, should I be this way? Or like, how am I? I think there's like there's some sense of me for some reason, it feels like it's hard for me to receive that. And God wants to give us wisdom. Like he wants to bless us. Like he wants our cups to overflow, right? And so if that's something you're thinking like, you're like, hey, I struggle with like unworthiness. I feel like that was just so good that God's like, just pray for that. I love that he's like revealing those things to me. Praying about the things that like I don't even realize I, I struggle with in order to like have that breakthrough to like be near to him and have all those things. But like just simply like God, give me like a receptive heart, like allow me to receive like what you want to give me. Like what? That's so good. I, I love that. Um, the Bible, you guys, the Bible is so good. So 
Okay, so as far as starting things, we're past feeling unworthy. Now, taking the first step, and you were talking about seizing opportunities. What is your perspective on that? What is it? How did you go about, you know, accepting what it took to start? So I would say, first and foremost, that there is literally nobody else that can do it like you can because you are you, right? And so I think stopping that comparison game in your life to other people is the biggest first step. And knowing that everyone's on their own timeline, there is absolutely nothing that you can do wrong for your life in your own timeline, if that makes sense. So stop comparing. And a saying I like to say, a saying I like to say (laughs) is comparison is a dance with the devil and that there's no satisfaction on the other side of that. And you need to be confident in who you are and confident that this version of you and that version is going to change. But this version of you, who you are right now is leading you to something else better, right? So even if you don't know who you are right now, you know, I'm telling you, be confident in who you are. Be confident in who Jesus made you to be. And you might be on the other side of this listening and like, Lana, I don't know who I am. Danny, I don't know who I am. I don't know what my purpose is in this life. I don't know what I'm called to be. Listen, we have been there too. And I would be lying if I said that I'm not there sometimes still. You know, I, our, our purposes change. And I think it just, it depends on where you are in your life right now. And you just have to take the steps. Again, stop comparing, be confident in, in where you are and who you are in this season of your life. Yeah. And I always think about like humbling ourselves because I think that we, if we decided to do something, we're like, well, I have to just like show up. Like I know all the things and I'm the best at it. And it's like, no, nobody started that way. Just like I said. So humbling yourself to say, Hey, when I'm like talking to somebody about, you know, something brand new, or like when I started my business, I was like, you know what? I don't know all the things, but I will. And when you have confidence about just owning where you're at, like that gives us so much more like empowerment, you know? So don't hide that. Don't pretend like, or don't feel like you need to have it all together. Like, I think that's what you guys are feel so relatable to this podcast. I'm sure even like with Lana's too, is like, you're like, Hey, you can be raw and vulnerable and you don't need to be perfect. And like you started somewhere. And so, so can I. So again, when you're putting that, you know, creating that opportunity for vulnerability, you're letting other people feel comfortable that they can do it too, that they can start over too, and that they can try something new too, you know? Um, I love that's what she said in the very beginning. It was like, she's like, I wanted to be that person for someone else, that voice that I needed. And like, I just cannot relate to that more. Like when I started my business, I was like, I want this new community. Like I want a new, you know, way for myself. I I need all of these things in my life that lack and I will go create that for somebody else and I'll be, I'll be willing to go first. And like, you guys just don't even know. Like I wish that I could, uh, I wish I could like paint this clear picture. Maybe I'll find a way to do it in the next podcast. But like literally where I've come over the last couple of years, like who I was before and like how it developed and all the things I felt um, and fought to get here. But it's like, you just have to start and you never even know who you have impact with. And that's why I was telling her the other day, I'm like, dude, our initial vision is, you know, to create this and have this kind of impact. But like what God, this is what a measurably more is. Like God's like, I planted this seed in your mind. And I told you like, there's so much more that you cannot even fathom it. I had no idea that I would start a podcast. I had no idea that I would reach as many people as I have. Like I didn't know that people would, would be relatable to me. And the things that I'm most terrified about sharing and putting out there and taking a stand for that someone, that there are thousands 
thousands of people that are like, hey, I just needed somebody to say it first. The things that you're scared about and you want to do, like you guys just start taking a step in that direction. And like, if God planted that seed and that desire in your heart, like he's going to bring it to completion. Like trust that. You're not where you're at, where you're thinking by accident. So final thought and question is kind of about our calling. So we kind of talked about this the other day, but like, do you think that we have one calling what are those different seasons of your callings look like? What's your perspective, Lana? Okay. So I feel like people definitely have multiple callings in their life. I think it's their choice in what route that they want to take that. And I think if they set their eyes on Jesus, no matter what the decision is that they decide, you know, whatever path that they want to go in life, as long as they have their priorities in the right place and they prioritize Jesus through it all, and they set their eyes on him and they, you know, fear God and not failure. I think that is the most important thing. And I truly do not think that you can, I don't want to say fail because you very well might fail. You very well might try something and realize you're not cut out for it. But that's why there's so many options in this lifetime. Well, like I always think about, I mean, this is like a huge topic for me because my whole like life, I guess. But since I was 16, that seems like a long time that I wanted to do hair. And that's still a huge passion for me. Um, and I devoted everything to it. I put in time and money and investment into, you know, offering all the services. And even as I grew, like I was at one salon and I'd go to the next and I was like, what's next? What's next? Like, I need to like, I'm outgrowing my situation. And to the point where I just like, I just felt out of place. I felt uncomfortable. And I was just like, there is more. And you know, it even got to a point when like, after I started the network marketing business, I never thought that I would stop doing hair. Like I, that was, I was like, no matter what, I'm going to do it forever. Like this is my love. It's my passion. It's my craft. Um, I was good at it. I'm good at it. You guys, like that was hard to walk away. But I also felt like God was like, you're just done. And this is, this is where I have you now. And I'm telling you, like, that decision was not easy. Like, I remember having, like, a panic attack one day at work and being, like, people are going to be so disappointed in me. Like, they're going to be so, like, my clients, my coworkers. Like, I remember all I could think about was this new business and, like, my heart for it. And really, God was just transitioning my heart. And, like, I'm not saying that's for everybody, but I think that there's people who almost, like, hesitate doing something new because they're like, well, that was my plan. And, like, this was my comfort zone in a way because this is what I know. This is what I planned for so long. And, you know, at 26, 27, I changed my mind and you guys, I just owned it. Like, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying that's for everybody, but like, if you're looking to do something new, it's okay. Because when I realized like that season of my life, like you guys, we were talking the other day about beauty school. We're like, beauty school is like the nastiest. It's the hardest. I literally, oh my gosh. I think I developed like my digestive issues because I was so stressed out. Like there, it's a school full of girls. Like it's a school full of girls in the beauty industry and they're competitive and they're just mean and it's hard. And then you get into a salon and like, I don't know, my first salon was just like rough. It was super clicky. I was just very disliked. It was just tough and um, it's just hard to get there. But I just knew that like, even though I invested all this into this part of my business, like, the, okay, all of that was preparing me, like those hardships, like me building a backbone because Danny was always a people pleaser. Like Danny was always the soft one, the kind one, the submissive one. And so you guys, when you hear my voice now, and like, I even love it. I take a stand in my relationship and I'm not saying like, there's anything wrong, but like when I want to speak something on my mind, like I feel like I have a voice and I felt like for so long, you guys, that I did not, I didn't in my last relationship. I didn't even in relationships, like again, same idea. Like 
you think, oh, I have to be this person forever. Like that was my plan. And I thought to myself, I'm like, Danielle, three years is a long time, but the rest of your life is so much longer. And so even though we had a plan for our career or our relationships or our life, you guys, it's okay to change your mind. People break up, people change their businesses. Like, and that's what I had to just own. And it was like, that didn't mean that, that I failed or anything, but it meant like that season served me for a time in my life and gave me a backbone and helped me to learn how to build a business. And I looked at this new business like, hey, it took me a year to build a clientele. Like this isn't going to happen overnight and I need to be consistent. That prepared me, right? So like, don't think that like you're stuck in a season or you have one calling because I totally thought doing hair is my calling. And I realized, like, like I said, that prepared me for who I am now. And what I'm doing right now is going to prepare me for the next season and what God's doing through me. And like, that's so exciting. I don't know. For me, I'm just like, I always want what's next. Like, I always want change. I like to do something new. And it keeps it keeps it fresh for me. It keeps it exciting for me. And like, for me, like, my comfort zone means uh, I'm actually like the most uncomfortable because I'm like, I have to break away from like this change. So as far as having our callings, taking that first step, doing it alone, feeling worthy, dude, what would you say? Like, like if you're like five years from now or this version of you, like, what would you say to you five years ago before all of this? Like, how would you just pour into somebody who just needs that, just that wisdom that you have so clearly? Okay. I would say do it for someone else if you can't do it for yourself. And in that, you will find a new you a refined you, a healthier you, a more loving you, a more forgiving you, a more accepting version of yourself. And self-acceptance is by far the biggest part of my journey because when you accept yourself, you accept the failures a little bit easier because you know what you have to offer and you know your capabilities and to trust that your next thing that you decide to embark on is going to be your next best thing. Because as long as you want it, it is. It's going to be your next best thing. Owning it. You guys, oh my gosh. I literally like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I was like holding my tears when you were saying like, when you were saying do it for someone else. And not, I think, yes, because I feel that too. But God, I just like love your heart. I just love that like we've connected because like I prayed for someone like you so much in my life, you know, and this honestly is probably like my favorite podcast, to be honest. Like we just connect. I feel like our lives are just so mirrored and but in so many different ways at the same time. And just like that grace that you have for yourself, like you're like, hey, I'm going to treat myself in this way because I'm going first for someone else. And like you guys, I'm. if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling like you're it, whatever you're calling is like, I believe what we're supposed to do on this earth is to serve other people. And when we serve other people, when we're putting other people first, when we're finding ways to like empower them and make them feel better and make them believe, like give somebody belief, like that, that's why I love doing my job. I'm like, I literally build up people every single day. I build up old versions of Danny and like, what, what, there's nothing better than that, you know? And like, I promise you that will never get old. Like when you're feeling like you're alone or you're without purpose or you're upset or you're like, something's missing, it's because you're not serving other people. And God called us to be servants to other people because it's fulfilling to us. And it's like, I always think, especially in relationship, it's like, hey, if I'm serving you, if I'm putting you first and you serve me, like everyone's loved, everyone's taken care of. Like, you know, and so we're just, we're called to love each other, to go first, to be the best version of ourselves so someone else can see it's possible. And I promise you, like, that would be the most fulfilling thing that you ever do. And uh, this is not going to be the last podcast that we do together. This was so amazing. I just like, I, I know that we can just keep going on and on. But Lana, thank you so much. And do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on social media? 
Okay, so ignore my Facebook account because I'm not very active on there, but you can find me on Instagram. My, what do you call it? My at (laughs) is live, laugh, underscore, Lana. So that's L-I-V-E-L-A-U-G-H underscore L-A-N-A. That's so appropriate, her name. (laughs) And uh, your podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchasers, Amazon Music, Music, the big ones. Um, I think there's a link in her bio too for it as well. So help your happy, connect with her. And um, you guys can always connect with me at my Instagram, Danny Cakes, D-A-N-N-N-I Cakes, or immeasurably.more.podcast. And I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing. I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this. Um, I know that you guys just like fell in love with Lana. I freaking did within like five minutes of meeting her. So I'm so excited to hear what you guys have to say. And so next episode, you guys, holy smokes, is my one year anniversary. The year I took, I took a leap. It was like this time of the year I announced that I was doing a podcast. So I'm going to share with you just some wisdom that I felt like I've taken on this year and what God's doing in my life. And I cannot wait to share that with you. So um, I'll check with you guys next Tuesday and I'll leave you with this. Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. 